Newt and the Song Bag The boy called Newt hung back near the fringes of the crowd. The band was playing with gusto, calling many to the dancing circle. Old Nanbesh would have approved of this, to see such merrymaking at his wake. At the word of his passing, elfin folk from far and wide had set out towards Blackstock, intent on paying their respects. Newt clutched a tattered blue leather bag in his small, sweaty hands. The drummer and the clanker were setting a fierce pace, and Newt could see the woodwind players dripping sweat as they struggled joyfully to keep up. Marlene, beautiful in the firelight, strummed her lute with an uncanny ease that bewitched the crowd. Her slender fingers traced over the strings of that instrument with a finesse that could have called the dead to dance. Dancers pulsed to the rhythm, riding on the wave of the song, losing themselves to its magic. Soon, the tune ended and the crowd erupted in a cheer, the revelers panting as they clapped their thankful applause. Marlene bowed and called for an intermission, and Newt's heartbeat suddenly quickened. He knew that this was his moment. He stepped forward, legs quaking, and mounted the steps to the wooden stage now vacated by Marlene's thirsty troop of minstrels. A couple of curious eyes wandered up to wonder at the familiar vagrant child who now had the gall to bring interruption to an evening in Nanbesh's honor. Always bothering Nanbesh, they thought. He was too kind to the child, only tolerating the little urchin. Standing there on the stage, clutching his grubby pouch, he saw reflected back all those familiar sentiments which the townsfolk held towards him. The pity, the poorly concealed disgust, but mostly the distance between he and them. His small fingers clutched the leather bag nervously. He had spent everything he had on it, alms he had saved for over a year. He had planned to spend the money on tuition for an apprenticeship, but when Nanbesh had fallen ill, he had impulsively splurged on the little pouch, buying it off a traveling catkin merchant passing through Blackstock. Newt had shown it to Nanbesh one afternoon, explaining excitedly to the old man what it could do. Nanbesh listened intently and then picked up his old guitar. Newt opened the drawstrings to the little bag, following the instructions given to him by the catkin. Let's give it a try, said the old man with a grin. Despite the knots in his weathered fingers, Nanbesh plucked a tune that set Newt's hairs on end. The guitar seemed a racing horse in the old elfin's hands. A soaring bird, a thundercloud, a rainbow. His creaking voice sang out joyfully and without reservation. He finished and nodded kindly to Newt, who drew the little bag closed. Now, standing on the stage, Newt felt a fool. Nanbesh may have been the only person in Blackstock who paid him any mind, but the kind old man had surely been patronizing him. Newt was certain he had squandered his coins like an idiot rube. The bag was bunk. By now, most of the revelers had stopped to look at the stage. A silence expectant of failure had descended over the crowd. Gazing out across all those callous faces, he suddenly saw Marlene smiling back at him, her face offering simple kindness. Something in his heart leapt. Newt stepped forward, opened the bag, and raised it high. For several moments, there was only silence. A coarse chortle escaped from some drunken lout in the rabble. But then, a familiar voice sounded from the little bag. Let's give it a try. The crowd leaned in, recognizing the wily voice of Nanbesh, yet not knowing what to make of it. 
From the bag poured Nan Besh's song, echoing out through the night with its joyful spirit. Still, the crowd remained frozen. The shock of hearing this post-mortem concert was bewildering. Newt's eyes once more locked with those of Marlene, who was brimming with excitement. She seemed to know what was brewing in Newt's mind and nodded gently. Newt abandoned his reservations with welcome glee and set his foot a stomp on the rickety wooden stage. He surveyed the stilted crowd and suddenly felt Nan Besh's joyful soul infuse him. "'What are ye, dead?' he cried, his high voice cutting through the music. "'Let's see some life in ye!' And with that, he cavorted across the platform, stomping and twisting all the way. The rabble awoke to Newt's gusto with an uncanny speed. At one moment, they stood listless and transfixed. The next, they whirled and cavorted. Songbags still held high, Newt danced so that he lost all awareness of the crowd, the villagers, the night, the bonfire. For a short eternity, he seemed to live within Nan Besh's music. The tune ended, and the crowd stood silent for a time, save for the panting of all those who had danced so furiously. Newt was glowing inside, just pleased that his tribute to kind Nanbesh hadn't fizzled. He stepped off the stage, feeling happy in his deeds, with little awareness of the crowd around him. But then a cheer went up through the revelers, and Newt lifted his head to see that it was he who they celebrated. He walked through the throng, uncertain of what to make of this sudden recognition. People smiled at him for a change, and he felt kind pats on his back and heard friendly thank yous as he made his way through those folk who had only recently felt so far away. He had nearly reached the edge of the crowd, intent on heading back to the stables where he slept, when he felt a soft hand on his shoulder. Turning, he saw it was Marlene. "'What a gift you gave us all tonight,' she said, the firelight catching in her eyes." Newt blushed a little in the darkness, unsure of what to say. It seems you may have known Nanbesh better than most of us. He was my friend, Newt said simply. Marlene dabbed a tear from her eye, thankful for the cover of night. Why don't you stop by my place tomorrow? I've got an extra guitar in need of an owner. I'll even show you how to play a few chords. I'd like that, replied Newt. He set off heartful, excited for what the next day would bring. If you like what you just heard, be sure to visit www.thegreen.country for more great content, including beautiful illustrations, detailed character descriptions, and much more. The Green Country is also on Patreon, where a small monthly pledge will give you access to extra content, like an illustrated PDF of the story you just heard. Whether you back this project financially or simply share it with a friend, you can help this vibrant land continue to grow. Once more, that's www.thegreen.country. Thanks for listening.